Hey, thanks for checking out another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. Today's Friday, and it is the start of something special I've wanted to roll out for a while now. Today is Final Friday, and you may be thinking, what the heck's Final Friday? It's the new series that I want to roll out starting today where I can finally get back to my roots of talking about what's been happening with the business, talking about what's happening in the business world, you know, sort of hitting on some topics that are really top of mind for me. You know, I've realized that over the last several weeks, I've, I've kind of lost, not even several weeks, probably the last several months, I've sort of lost my, um, I don't want to say lost my platform, I've, I've sort of lost my direct connection to my listeners, which if you haven't listened to the podcast long term, you know, the podcast is going to be, I guess, around two years old here in the next probably four or five months. So we're at a year and a half now. And whenever I rolled out the podcast originally, the way I started was I was literally just hitting record and I was just talking about different business concepts. I didn't really know who was listening. I didn't really know who was tuning in, but I was like, I have a passion for business. I have a business coaching company called Good Advice and I wanted to give good advice on business. And so I would record an episode for 30 to 45 minutes and I would just talk, talk about different topics and you know, I don't know really how in intriguing or engaging it was, but I do know that it was very much um, unplanned. It was sort of like stream of consciousness on whatever topic was top of mind for me. But I liked knowing that it was very authentic and it was it was purest when it comes to who I am and what I think about business. And so I never took any notes. I never went through any like slides. I never gave any presentation. I was just talking about business. This is what I think about business. This is what I want you to think about business. You know, this is how you manage effectively. This is how you get customers. I mean, I was just talking about different things that were top of mind for me. And it was this very authentic, um, unedited, single take type format where whatever I came up with in that 30 to 45 minute span, that is what then got published. And I, again, I, I, I didn't really think much of it other than this is what the podcast is, is what I envision. Now, when I first started the podcast, I think I had like one listener and I think that was maybe my wife or probably even myself. Now, just this last month, we've hit some pretty crazy statistics. We hit number 38 for all entrepreneurial podcasts in the United States. We hit 200 and I think 60 for all business podcasts in the United States. And across all podcasts in the entire world, we hit like 2,000 or 3,000 and something out of 750,000 podcasts. So we've the, the momentum of the podcast has never been greater in terms of daily listens, in terms of listeners, in terms of people who are engaging with the episode. And I've sort of, you know, when I first started sort of evolving the podcast, I was having people on, I was interviewing people, I was trying to give listeners something different than my own voice. But what I've done lately is I've really, I've gone too far from ditch to ditch. I've, I went from no solo episodes to really relying heavily on, um, or rather I, I went from only solo episodes to really relying heavily on these guest episodes and, you know, especially lately with coronavirus, I mean, I'm recording this today is April 17th. We are in the middle of this corona craziness. I, I haven't really had a chance to share with my listeners on what I think about corona, what, um, which is such a weird way to put it. I mean, 
it doesn't really matter what I think about Corona, but I do have some opinions on what it means for business today. I do have some opinions on what it means for businesses going forward, how we can continue to adapt successfully and be, uh, I don't want to say productive. It's not just about productivity, but be financially good moving forward. And, you know, I say that it's, it's interesting because right now it feels like every business is struggling and that's simply not the case. I mean, there are businesses that are flourishing right now. There are businesses that are, that they are making lots of money right now. And it's not people who, you know, it's not because they're just a grocery store that they're making lots of money. There's people who have their ear to the ground and they're paying attention for what's happening in the marketplace and that's causing them to make a lot of money. So like telecommunications, uh, companies like Zoom are making money hand over fist right now. You know, I've I've recently rolled out a um, a basically a digital product, a short term short term training program on how do you sell online because people now are leveraging digital in a way that they never have before. Uh, in fact, when I look at the last month of my business, the last month of my business has been either as profitable or more profitable than any other time in my business. And that's simply because it's 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 people who've called me who needed extra help. It's people who, especially now, they need an outside perspective. And so all this to say, I, I, I want to get back to having an opportunity to share about what's working for me, but also what I think people need to be, what they need to have top of mind for themselves uh, in their own business. And so this series is lovingly called Final Friday because I'll be putting these out on Fridays. Again, keeping in tune with being as authentic as possible. I'm going to shoot to record them on Friday morning, take whatever I have after you know yelling into the microphone, and then putting it up online. And so I'm not putting a lot of effort into it in terms of like editing. Uh, I'm not doing multiple takes. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to just be, this is what I have, and this is what I have to give you. So today's topic, oh, and by the way, before I even jump into anything, if there is anything you want to know that's top of mind for you and your business, you know, whatever we're talking about week to week, if you would like some extra insight or perspective, absolutely, you're welcome to email me, Blake at goodadvicecoaching.com. Send in your questions, send in things that you want to address, uh, send in, you know, hey, how do I manage remote teams now with coronavirus? I've never done it before. Hey, how do I sell online? You know, if you've followed me any length of time, you'll know that I, I do not hold back. I do not put anything behind a paywall. I share as much insight as I can. And so I'm happy to do that for you. You don't have to worry about me saying like, well, you know, tip number one is this. And if you want tip number two, we have a course for you for $99. It's it's nothing like that. I mean, I literally, I just share what I think about something. And that's actually done a lot more for my business than any other sales scheme, I guess. But you can send in your questions via email. You can send in questions. I'm probably going to post on Thursdays about um, doing this show on Friday morning. And so if you have a question that you want to answer that next morning, make sure you're following me on LinkedIn. And the last plug I'll give you, if you have been following the podcast and you've never done this before, but you like the podcast, two things I would love for you is if you'd subscribe to the podcast and if you'd leave us a five-star review, 
Uh, you hear this like it's like the most cliche thing that everyone says on their podcast. Like it really helps out the podcast, but it really does. It helps out the podcast and it continues to. I mean, I'm trying to impact as many people as possible. So whatever you can do to help me in that would be much appreciated. And hey, if you're in our Northwest Arkansas area and this podcast has helped you out and helped out your business, leave our company good advice, a Google review. That would be amazing. And I would so appreciate it. So Today, what I want to talk about, I want to talk about parenting, I want to talk about pandemics, and I want to talk about whatever that third P word is. I don't know what it is. I just thought, you know, you get there's the rule of threes. You got to talk about three things, I guess. I know parenting and pandemics. Again, I don't know what that third P thing is going to be. But if you have not been following me over the last month, you would not know this, but I just had a baby born. Her name's Maylee Jo Benz. She's five weeks old as of uh, Wednesday, two days ago. And she was born on March 11th. And it was crazy. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking back to, I mean, the whole delivery was insane. Because at the time, you know, Corona, you know, apparently parenting's hard enough, but we decided to have a baby during a pandemic. Um, and so that was, that's the way we did it, I guess. But you know, I'm, I'm thinking back to that night being in the hospital. So we went in, Joy started having contractions at about, um, actually just, just totally opening up the story a little bit. So it was a Tuesday morning. I have a networking group here in Northwest Arkansas. It's with local business owners, local entrepreneurs. And I put this group together. It's called, it's called NWA Growth Group. I put this group together because I was so annoyed and frustrated that whenever I started my business, I was trying to get help for my business and everything was locked behind a paywall. It was like, if you want to get help here, you got to pay for this, which I don't have any problem with paying people for what they offer. But I thought, man, there really aren't a lot of actual resources for new business owners, struggling business owners, or new entrepreneurs. And and also some of these, these things that were presented as resources really were sales events. Like it's like the networking events you go to that everyone throws their business card at you. And so I thought, man, I really would love a place where we can talk business and people aren't throwing their business card at you and you can have real honest conversations. So I put this group together, started a couple of years ago. And so I was going to this meetup on Tuesday morning. We had it. It was great. It was awesome. And as I was walking out, there was a group of women who all had their babies with them. And so you know, I, I kind of had baby fever. My wife's nine months pregnant. So I dip, I, you know, step into this group for a second. I say, Hey, y'all's kids are cute. And like, Oh, we're a new mom's group. And I was like, Oh, that's so great. My wife is due any day now. Actually, she was due on the 11th. She was due the very next day. And they were like, Oh, congratulations. That's great. And it was kind of just this funny random, you know, it was like, Oh, haha, you know, here's, I'm gonna have a baby. Y'all have babies. That's kind of cool, I guess. But I didn't think anything of it. Well, so I get home and, uh, I get home probably around 11 in the, in the, in the morning and, uh, around maybe like one, two, I guess actually, actually it was around three o'clock. My wife says, Hey, I think I'm having contractions. And I was like, wait, wait, you know, and, and you know, you think you're prepared, you think you're ready, but those words evoke this sense of panic that I can't, it's like, Oh my gosh, did we, did I read enough? Did I do everything? What, you know, what, why didn't I, and you're like frustrated. It's like, why didn't I read that one chapter that I was going to get to? Oh, we didn't finish this in the baby room. And, and so it's like, all of a sudden you think you're going to have more time because also we're, we're, we have all these friends who their babies are all coming late. And even the doctor's saying, yeah, you know, it's common for it to be seven to 10 days late. And so I'm thinking it's going to be the next week. 
But no, it's like I'm having contractions. Like, are you really having contractions? Are you not having? Is it is it something else? Is it Braxton Hicks? Is it is it, like what's happening here? And as the evening goes on, it's like, okay, yes, these are definitely contractions. And so I'm panicking. I'm freaking out. She's totally calm, peaceful, whatever. We finally go to a hospital at 10 o'clock at night, maybe 11 o'clock at night. And I'm even thinking like, you know, you hear stories of like pregnancies that last a while or excuse me, deliveries that last a while. And I'm like, maybe that won't be us. Maybe we'll just be in and out. And uh, she went in. I think she was dilated at maybe a six or a seven. And that was at like maybe 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And then at like maybe six in the morning, she was dilated like an eight or a nine. So she did not move forward at all through the entire night, but she was having intense contractions. She was really in pain. She wanted to try it totally natural. And I'm proud to say she did deliver the baby totally natural, totally unmedicated, which we don't even like care about that kind of stuff. Like we weren't even like, you know, woo women, you have to do it. You know, we were just like, we, we have, we're totally on the bandwagon of, you know, take whatever medication you need, if you want it, whatever. We just, we kind of just wanted to see if we could do it. It was kind of like, a, yeah, why not? Why not just do this excruciatingly painful thing? I mean, sure, that could be fun, I guess. And so we just wanted to see it. My wife, who's the, a freaking rock star, went through, um, and I just skipping ahead in the story, she finally delivers at three in the afternoon. So it ended up being 24 hours later. And from the original contraction, ended up delivering it totally unmedicated. And I mean, here's what I will say is stepping into parenting has been such a surreal, amazing experience where people give you so much. And here's the deal. If you have kids, I, I want to challenge you to think about the advice you give someone who's about to get, who's about to have kids. Because we got we got all sorts of advice. Some of it was really good. Some of it was, frankly, pretty toxic. I mean, people gave advice where, I mean, I roll. Oh man, well, you know, watch whatever movies you can now because you're never gonna have fun again. You're never gonna have fun ever again. Your life's going to be miserable. And I'm like, wow, you are really glad that you became a parent. Clearly, but what I'll go ahead and tell you is, is you know. If you're going to give advice, make sure it's actually meaningful. And if you're about to have kids, just know that no advice is actually going to prepare you. Some advice I had gotten, and it was all in good faith. It was all given in, in good intention. But people had said, you may not feel anything for your daughter. You may look at her and think, I feel nothing for you. You may just be totally miserable, totally unhappy. And I was in the back of my mind, I was kind of worried about that. I was thinking, man, what if I don't even, what if I don't even love her? Like, what if I don't even like her? What if I'm looking at him and I'm just like, I dislike you? Like, I mean, what if I feel nothing? You know, all these like kind of crazy thoughts. And all I can say is since day one of looking at her, like I can remember her popping out and going on my wife's chest and her face was facing me and she was looking at me and she's holding my pinky. And I just remember that moment so crystal clear. And I, I mean, I pray I remember it the rest of my life where I thought, wow, I love you. And I don't just love you. I freaking love you. Like, and every day since then, when I see this girl, I'm like, good Lord, you are so cute. I love you so much. My heart is just booming with affection for you. And, you know, (laughs) some of you who are parenting teenagers, you're probably like, oh gosh, shut up. But like, it's just been this so crazy, surreal, amazing experience. 
And we're, we've just been figuring it out together. I mean, we've been figuring out breastfeeding and our schedules and the routines. And I kind of jokingly said that, you know, we decided to have a baby during a pandemic. And that's been this other kind of crazy, weird piece of it. Because I do want to talk about business today. I do want to talk about sort of this new normal. And what I've been talking about in um, these entrepreneurial groups that I'm in, what I've been talking with other people as I've been uh, been guests on people's podcasts, I'm on someone's podcast next week, so I'm sure this will come up, is right now we are living in an unprecedented time where there's a lot of, it's in the stock world, it's called FUD. It's fear, uncertainty, and doubt. It's fear for what may happen or what may happen, not just to me, but what may happen for my business, what may happen to the economy. It's uncertainty where we really don't know what this will mean for the workforce in the future. I've heard, I've heard people say work will never be the same again. And I, I almost feel like they're not being extreme. I, I think it's somewhat true. I think people who I think it's, I was actually just on a phone call yesterday with a guy who he's been trying to get his boss. Uh, he's the, he's the, um, CIO at his company, he's been trying to get the CEO to embrace digital work, to embrace work from home, to embrace remote work. And the boss has been like, no, it doesn't work. It's not going to happen. But because of Corona, now they are doing that. They have to do that. And now the boss is thinking, wow, this is actually, I guess you can be productive and not be in the office. And so I think, I think the statement of work will never be the same again. I think it's somewhat true because people are going to realize how they how much of a liability their overhead is from the office that they're maintaining, from having people come in every day, and even the liability of one's time of, man, I could have this person drive two hours to get to my office every day, or we could shave off those hours and let them just use those hours for actually working. Or, you know, we could, you know, let them be as productive as they're going to be. And, you know, maybe they call it at four instead of at five o'clock. And now your culture is more positive. People are more productive. They're more motivated because they feel like they have more of their day back. So there's a lot of uncertainty for the future of our work world right now. And then from a more negative perspective, that D word doubt, people are, they're doubting what this means for their business. I mean, restaurants right now are doubtful for when they're going to start making money again. There's a lot of negativity right now around that topic. And for good reason, I'm not saying that people are unrightfully being negative about current circumstances. Having said that, there has never been a greater time for your business and the opportunity that you have. And I'm hesitant to use that word opportunity because I don't mean it in the sense of um, you you need to go buy a bunch of sanitizer bottles and try to flip them you know, on the sanitizer black market. I don't mean it in a manipulative way or a toxic way, but there is incredible opportunity for your business. If you're a business that has never used work from home before, you have an opportunity to understand how do I really build a productive culture that is not contingent on the happy hours that I throw or the beanbag chairs that I put into the office. You're about to discover what does it really mean to project manage effectively to really hold people accountable. Like you thought you were holding people accountable because they were in the office every day. Now they're at home and you're thinking about, okay, how do I really make sure this person is being productive without being micromanaging? You know, you're about to really see the opportunity behind digital sales. 
You know, my my I was talking to someone who they said, you know, their ability to deliver on their business is contingent on how many people they can physically engage with. Well, we are now in a spot where that has been taken away from you. You can't go out and meet people. How are you going to pivot? There's a great opportunity with online digital sales right now. And so if you're not thinking about the silver lining, if you're not thinking about how do I flip this in a way where I can make money, where I can pivot my business, I promise you that whenever this stuff starts to subside, whether that's a month from now, three months from now, six months from now, you will be on your back foot and you will be left behind. You know, in my entrepreneurial group that we do on Tuesday mornings, two weeks ago, the entire conversation was on social media selling. How do you use social media? I mean, now is the time to get on social media and start getting active, getting consistent and figuring it out. You know, people don't really understand social media. It's like, okay, yeah, I made a post. What now? Okay, where does the sale come from now? And now's the time to really dig in and drill into that. And I'm and here's the deal. I'm I'm not any different. I'm I'm not trying to make myself sound like an expert here, but I have I have put a lot of thought into this. I have used some some different principles that have served me well. I mean, I just had a paid client that had me do a a one hour presentation with some leaders in our areas. In our, in our area. And we did it entirely via Zoom, where prior to that, I would have physically gone and done an actual speaking engagement. And so there's ways to make your business successful right now if you're willing to innovate and pivot. And for me, I've, I, you know, if you've listened to any of my other content, you've heard me talk about how you have to be aggressive in pivoting your business, in solving problems. You can't wait and see. You can't wait and see what happens. You have to be willing to get out there and actually try things. And so same thing's true for me. I I try to eat what I serve. Baby was born on March 11th. It is, I guess it was either that night or maybe it was the morning of the 12th. Uh, I just remember it was dark in our room. I mean, it was like pitch black and my phone buzzes. And I look, it's an email and it's an email from my biggest, one of my biggest clients. And basically, and this is, you know, we're just at this point, Corona starting to really make the rounds in terms of the news. They, it's a hospital in our area. They have one of the first confirmed cases of Corona uh, to their staff. And basically what this email is saying is we're suspending our work with you which I had been anticipating doing some work with them that next month and was anticipating a, a big, a great paycheck to come from them. And they said, we're suspending our work with you until further notice, basically. And I had this mild twinge. I mean, I, my wife, I'm sitting next to her hospital bed. She's asleep, the baby's asleep. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I mean, I just, I, I basically... I didn't lose the client, but I kind of lost the client. I mean, I, we don't know what the future is. It's that FUD. It's what's going to happen. And so I'm thinking, well, what I originally wanted to do, the plan, and it's funny how things never really typically go as planned. The plan was baby's going to be born. I've had a couple of really great streams of clients come in. I'm going to take the next six weeks off, which is rare for an entrepreneur to be able to do. I mean, I don't have any kind of paternity leave. But I had developed my pipeline in a healthy enough way where I thought, okay, the next six weeks, I'm not doing any work outside of current customers. I'm not going to be 
seeking new clients. I'm, I'm, I'm literally taking time off and I'm just going to enjoy the next six weeks with my wife and my baby. So I have this twinge of panic. Suddenly, on top of this email, two other people who I was expecting huge sales from, I'm talking five figures, both say, hey, because of coronavirus, this is not the right time. I, I can't I can't spend this kind of money right now. And deals that went in my mind from pretty much for sure, deals that were going to happen for sure, um, that were pretty much closed in my mind, now have basically vanished. Uh, we're talking, I mean, like I said, we're talking five figures in revenue that basically in, in, in overnight have disappeared. And so that FUD sets in, that fear sets in, that panic sets in. I'm thinking, what am I going to do? And so, like I said, I, I try to be aggressive. I try to be very innovative. Uh, I had done some digital work. I immediately jumped on that bandwagon of being extremely aggressive with digital sales. Um, I have a website that is so ghetto and so painfully developed by yours truly that a friend of mine had offered to, he's an incredible person, but he had offered to revamp the website. And so it really was like, okay, what's the timeline on here? How do we get this thing updated and done? And I went from losing five figures in revenue to having one of the most profitable months I've ever had because I was incredibly aggressive with with basically dealing with the hand that was dealt to me. And that's not to brag, that's not to gloat, but it is to give you a certain truth that you can't be paralyzed by certain circumstances that are outside your control. You know, I was talking to my mom who my mom and my dad are pretty worried and 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 I get it because corona does not have a great it does not have a great outcome with older people. And so they're rightfully nervous about corona right now. But I basically said, "Hey, you know, it's it's that old Bible verse. It's like what how how can worrying add a single day to your life? There is so much that's out of our control right now, whether that's, you know, how these loans have been processed, uh, these small business rescue loans, how um, the current economy is looking currently, all this is out of your control. What you can control is your response to, um, again, just the hand that's been dealt to you. And so over the last few weeks, I've been continuing to develop uh, the business, continue to pivot. And maybe that's the third, maybe that's the third P word. It's parenting pandemics and the pivot. You know, there's a way to pivot your business right now. And even if there isn't a clear pivot in the sense of, I don't really know what to do, man, it's a great time to think about the pivot. And that that may sound a bit hokey, but what I mean by that is I've had so many conversations with people who over the last year, they've told me, Blake, I need to get away. I need to put a pause. I need to put a break in my business so that I can think about how to evolve my business and think about what needs to happen next. Well, a lot of us are just stuck at home. So I don't know about you, but it's a great time to do that. Have you been waiting to pivot your business? Have you been waiting to evaluate what needs to change for your business? Now's a great time, a great time to do it. But ultimately, the businesses that come out stronger down the road will be the ones who pivot today and who basically set themselves up for success for whatever that worst case scenario might be. And hey, by the way, this, is, this isn't a P word, but something else you, you're going to want to think about is check on your customers right now and check on your prospective customers. 
And I don't mean check on them from like a sales conversation of what else can I do? You know, how else might you pay, pay me for something? But this is the time when relationships are tested, when trust is built and knowing that everyone is going through so much right now, now is the time to reach out and say, Hey, I was thinking about you. I hope you're doing okay. Let me know if I can support you in any way, even if it's not a paid gig, you know, let people know that your brand really does stand for something meaningful. You know, something that I did a few weeks ago is I basically said, Hey, for the next 60 days, if you need help for your small business, I will do it for free. I will work for free. I will waive all fees and I'll give you the help that you need. And that's just because I, my heart was breaking for these businesses who were really struggling. And I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great for me down the road. It'll come back to me. But now's the time to really build trust with people. Um, but obviously, it takes, it takes a little bit of intentionality in doing that. So parenting, pandemics, and the pivot. Uh, I like the sound of that for this episode. Hey, that's all that's top of mind for me. This has been Final Friday. Like I said, if you enjoyed this episode, man, definitely subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Even if you're on Apple, leave us a written review. It'd be so appreciated. If you're in Northwest Arkansas, write us a Google view for good advice. And hey, man, I so appreciate your support. Um, it does so much for me. I can't tell you enough how much, how rewarding it is for me to be able to publish content that uh, helps people and is meaningful for people. Hey, we'll catch you next Friday. I'll see you later.